0: Welcome to I Am Divine, Mastering Your Intuition with Psychic Mediums and Spiritual Psychology Coaches and Science of Mind Practitioners, Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. This is Paula Hunter.
1: And this is Kim Garden. And welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, a spiritual podcast where you will discover your psychic potential within by learning skill sets that develop and master your spiritual gifts. We will teach you about universal truths that will empower you to manifest a life you truly desire.
0: We are here to remind you who you are, the powerful badass that you are, the divine I am. Welcome back, everyone. And in today's episode, we are going to talk a little bit about what is clairsentience and what it means to be clairsentience and I know both myself and Kim as well, these are some of the clairs that we would use regularly during our sessions. I don't know about Kim, but I've always described myself as being an energy hound. I can walk (laughs) in a room and I feel absolutely everything. I can feel the energy coming off of an individual. I can feel the energy. I mean, I have a store that I used to have for 10 years. And so I have crystals in my space. I can walk into this space and I can just feel those crystals thrumming. I have a lot of people that'll come in here and they'll go, Oh, it's so nice and light. And the energy feels so good. We can pick up energy from or feelings or emotions from objects from walking in a room from people so this is why I use the term energy hound I'm just like a little sponge and I just suck everything up
1: (laughs) I am the complete opposite because I was trained by my mentor to um not pick up anyone else's energies like even in a reading if that feeling of emotion was to come forward I was trained to like shut that shit down. It's like, nope, this does not belong to me. So when I walk into a room, I can be aware of the energy, but I really am very aware of not to take anything on. And I, I was joking with you earlier. I'm like, I can just ignore it. Like I'm just like, nope, it's not even there and just continue. And But I have the ability that when it really is something say over the top or, you know, it's something that I think that spirit wants to bring to my awareness to be like, mm, this is what energy is not necessarily. Necessarily in alignment with you, then it comes in a little bit stronger. But yeah, I'm, I'm just really good at ignoring. <laughs>
0: so let me explain a little bit about what clairsentience is. Claire sentience represents clear feeling. And it can be very similar to being an empath. So as an empath, which is how I started this work, I always describe myself as a sponge. So a sponge just soaks up whatever's there and there's actually a bit of a difference between an empath and someone who's clairsentient. So as an empath being that sponge pulling in that energy, I can feel it but maybe I don't know where it's coming from. Maybe I don't understand it. And I know when I first started as an empath, it was very overwhelming because all of a sudden I was feeling something and I didn't understand where it was coming from. And for me, I was also get physical, biological feelings from somebody's body. And I think I've said this before. So if someone had a headache, I'd start to get a headache. If someone had back pain, I started to get back pain. So I was feeling it, but I didn't know what was happening. And it was really important for me to understand the difference. One, begin to recognize when something was mine and when something was something else, I was picking up from the environment or from an individual so coming back to clairsentience versus an empath, as a sentient, we feel the feelings, but we have a little bit more knowledge behind that. We kind of know what's going on. So if I'm picking up a feeling that, say, someone feels like they're overwhelmed, I might know, oh, they're overwhelmed because they're having issues in their relationship versus just feeling those feelings of maybe anxiety or stress. Right. So it's we can take it a step further than just an empath as a clairsentient. You start to have more information backing it so you can understand where it's coming from. And I know, Kim, you said when you walk in a room, you shut yourself down. I mean, for me, when I started, I didn't have formalized training for that. But what I had to learn was I can still receive it. I can read it, but then I can release it. And that was the biggest thing for me to learn because I didn't want to shut off that skill set because as a channel, I come through the heart and the heart is emotions and feeling. That's where I get a lot of my stuff. Mm-hmm. So if I was to just shut that down, I may not get the information of what I really need. Mm-hmm. But with an example of having a client in front of me, I come to that session, I'm grounded, I'm prepared, I'm in the zone. I can feel those emotions. It might be anxiety. It might be stress. It might be, the guides use the term unshed tears, which tells me someone's holding on to emotion. So I can mm-hmm. read this and feel it. But then after I'm going, okay, not mine. I can cut the cores. I can release it and I can let it go using that mindset to literally think about it. Here's the intention.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm releasing it. It's not mine hmm. See where for me, I found the same thing, like when I first started coming into connecting with spirit, you're right, you know what, like, I would feel nauseous, like I would have all these overwhelming feelings. And I would take on a lot of that. But because of the training that I had, I really learned to respect also when I'm when I call working and when I'm not so you know, and a lot of people are afraid to disconnect from spirit, because they're afraid that they'll never, you know, get it back where I was taught to, I mean, we both know spirits always with us, we're always communicating, but it's just how attentive I am to listening to them. So again, the way I was taught was to just kind of when I'm when I'm ready to receive, I can easily just open myself up. And when I'm not, it's almost like I have that barrier put in place. But when yeah, when you're with a client, you can feel those emotions. And it's interesting, because now, when I am working with spirit, I kind of lean a little bit farther away from my training of not feeling those emotions, because I think that those emotions are really important to feel because it really connects you with your client on a different level, like it literally is on a soul level. But what I also find really fascinating, too, is clairsentience is probably the most popular Claire of them all, because there are so many empaths, there are so many people who are aware of their feelings, but how many people doubt those feelings? How many people doubt their own feelings? And I think it's important to remember that we are spirit ourselves. And when you can tap into your own soul, and listen to your own feelings, what feels good, what doesn't feel good? Does this make me happy? Does this not make me happy? Am I having an ailment in my body? And being aware of our own soul, our own spirit It makes connecting with spirits in the spirit realm so much easier. So it's almost like, you know, we've had many conversations and I think it's the whole purpose of the I am divine is coming back to the I am divine that we are spirit ourselves, and really tapping into our own emotions first and understanding who we are and how by understanding your own soul, it really opens up to how you can understand spirits in the spirit realm. Yeah totally, totally agree
0: on a couple of things. When you said we have to come back to our own emotions, I think from a societal perspective, often we're taught that you're not supposed to feel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or you, you do it in private. You're supposed to hide it. Mm-hmm. Right? And doing this work. I mean, I think that was the biggest thing that I learned. You know, how many times can we have people come to you? Oh, I just want to open my third eye. Oh, I just want to learn this. Oh, I want to just learn that. But the journey into opening from an intuitive perspective is coming into yourself. And and Mm -hmm. as we say, I am divine, the understanding that we are spirit. And part of that is the experience of being human and to have the opportunity to feel those emotions, both from, you know, the polarity of what we may view as being positive or negative. You know, our mentor said, you don't know love unless you know hate. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't know sorrow unless you know joy. We have to have the duality to actually learn. And that helps us to learn more about ourselves as well.
1: Absolutely. And I think that I I honestly think that there's a reason why there are so many empaths in this world, because it's almost like spirits like taking you and being like, just listen. just listen, like feel, feel, this is how we're trying to communicate with you. This is how we're trying to bring you back to your divine self. And I find it so interesting that you said, you're like, we all started wanting to connect with spirit, wanting to connect with our loved ones. But there's a reason why we're drawn to the spirit realm, this you know, to that spirituality. And it is, it's almost like it's a calling to come back to something deeper, coming back to, you know, again, like I refer as home, coming back to yourself, to that fullness, to that oneness, but it starts with really feeling it. And it starts with being aware of your own feelings. And I think that, like you said, most people were taught that it's wrong to think of yourself. It's wrong to put your feelings first, but that is such a disconnect. So the more you can actually pour into your own feelings, the more you're actually going to awaken yourself to spirit, to other like live spirits, like humans, you know what I mean? Like it really is going to take you to that next level because it is about the feeling and the more we can become aware of what we feel, the more you are, I want to say enlightened. Yeah.
0: And, and it's interesting when you talked about so many empaths kind of shooting at their surface right now. I know for myself with the work that I do, I attract empaths and that's because mm-hmm. I know I'm meant to be a teacher as well. But one of the things that the guides told me too is, and you may not have heard this term before, I know you probably have, but the ascension, the growth of humanity, what we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. And what that is to a degree too, is moving from being what I call head centered, which is the logical thought to becoming heart-centered, which is feeling. Mm-hmm. And this is why so many people are waking up more now and feeling everything. And I think when we first open up, it can be very, very overwhelming sometimes and intimidating. You know, Kim, you may have experienced this with clients sometimes going, yeah, but I don't like it. I just want to shut it off. Yep. You're being tuned in. You're being opened up for a purpose. Part of it might be a, a higher contract where you said, you know what? I'm coming to the earth right now because I want to grow. I want to develop. I want to learn. I want to be part of the Mm shift. but it's also a natural part of who we are. And to deny that part, yes, it can be overwhelming, but when you've got the tools on, I can turn it on. I can turn it off. I can recognize when it's mine, when it's something else, I can, you know, have tools to release it. It makes it so it's not quite as overwhelming and it is truly such a gift to go through life from a feeling perspective rather than the thinking perspective. As Mm -hmm. we spoke earlier about the creative process the creative process and manifesting comes from feeling so it's so important that we learn to come back into our feelings
1: I think too you were talking about you know feeling anxious and and you know like overwhelmed but I think we as humans put a negative note on that that it's a bad thing but in actuality it still is a feeling and when you're able to sit with that anxiety, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable, it's hard, it can be like emotional, it can be so hard, right? But it still is a feeling. And when you're able to just sit in it, And accept it for the feeling that it is, then you're able to, you know, you can journal, you can meditate, you can ask those deeper questions as to why am I feeling this? What is what is coming forward for me? I'm ready to release this making that declaration. And then Having that wisdom that comes through, that divine wisdom, spirit coming through, giving you those answers, showing it to you. Whether it's again through more feelings, through your different clairs, of clair sentience, you know, all your clairs. Like I'm drawing a blank on all my clairs, but you know what I mean. Like it's coming through, it's coming forward for you to be able to heal it. So when you're able to feel whatever's coming and don't put any meaning on it, good or bad, acknowledge it. Then you are able to, like you said release it and take the wisdom from it love 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 that and I
0: know now for myself I don't look at it as being good or bad I look at myself as being a tuning fork and I'm like oh this is there for me to pay attention to something I need to be aware so I'm just saying initially I think sometimes when we come into it we're used to the old mentalities of being overwhelming you know I know a lot of times when I was keying in I'd get heart palpitations and I'm like okay what the heck's wrong with me why is my heart like ready to beat out of my chest now I go oh I recognize I'm picking something up, let's pull in some of those other players, those other spidey senses, so I can understand what that represents. So it isn't positive or negative or fear. It's like, oh, I'm paying attention. Now I'm much more aware of everything around me.
1: But it's also when you said that I was like, it's like, it's also this doesn't feel right for me. I don't like the feeling of anxiety. It's not about putting that right or wrong connotation on it. It is really just feeling that and does it feel good to me? And that is so important. If you don't like the feeling of anxiety, be aware of that. If it doesn't feel good, if you like that feeling of that heart speeding and you know going like crazy, great for you. But again, it is really tuning into what feels right For you, because you and I, Paula, we might have what feels right for you is completely different for me. And when you're able to really tap into that clear of feeling, whether it's for yourself, whether it's for your client, whether it's for, you know, when you walk into a room, when you are really able to tap into the energy of feeling, you are then able to be, I hear, like more aware.
0: Yeah. And I love. That you brought up about the feeling is personal. You know, Mm -hmm. we've talked about this in an earlier podcast about ultimate truths and relative truths. Mm -hmm. And it's so important that we as individuals, you know, you don't look at someone and go, oh, well, that's wrong. Mm
1: -hmm. You
0: have anxiety. There's something wrong with you. No, we all are here to experience things from our own personal perspectives, our own relative truths. Mm -hmm. Right. I know, as I said, from the learning, when I first started, I had one impression about it. Now I know the difference because I've done the work. I've I've looked deep within myself and said, you know, what the hell is this? And why am I experiencing it? Where now I say, let me be of service. Let me be a tool so I can assist others. So I've said, I will experience in my physical body, whatever it is I need to feel so I can give a client or a person the best information I can. Mm -hmm. Right. But as you said, this is a journey into personal discovery of the, I am divine who you really are. And Mm -hmm. so, the more that you cannot suppress the emotion, the more that you can sit in it, as you said, take it to journaling, take it to prayer, take it to meditation, whatever that is for you, so you can understand what it is. Mm -hmm. So, so important because that's where the empowerment comes in. Because I go, I get it now, I understand it. Mm -hmm. It can be from someone else, but it can be, you know what, exactly what I'm creating for myself too. So, I can do the soul searching, so I can have the spiritual growth. I have to have the experience, Mm -hmm.
1: good or bad. Yeah, and if you want to build your, it's it's with anything you want to build your connection to that higher power. It starts with you. It starts with feeling your your own feelings, feeling your own, having that conversation with your own soul.
0: Yeah. So, so important. And I mean, clairsentience is just one of the clairs, I love to call them spidey senses. And I don't know (laughs) about you, Kim, but I'm really excited to talk more about some of the others to really help our listeners understand what it means to really step into one your divinity. But Mm really get those spidey senses going, not just, you know, you don't have to be a reader to read for someone else, but it becomes such a tool in your own life, providing you with so much clarity in
1: the decisions or the direction in which you're moving in. Absolutely. So this brings us to the end of this episode, Uh, just another amazing conversation. I always love having conversations with you, Paula. This is just so good. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I am divine. And as always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy our show, please rate our podcast and be sure
0: to come back next week. Well, we're going to have a special guest who's going to be talking about her personal spiritual journey. Until then, this is Paula. And Kim. And don't forget that you are powerful. I am divine badass. This podcast was created by Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. We welcome you to join our private Facebook group, I Am Divine, to connect with other like-minded individuals and be part of our special events that will only be found in our private community. We would love to hear your feedback on today's podcast and on any other topics that you would like to know more about. For more information about our podcast, information on Kim and Paula, our special events, spiritual coaching, training programs, or even to book a private reading with Kim or Paula, we invite you to visit our website at www.imdivine.ca.